mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So Lydia says, oh. He's dating these 29-year-olds. Well, what's he doing with me? Uh, he's being on TV. He's being on TV, you old witch. That's what he's doing. <laughs> wow. Oh, sure I can have a baby after 45. Let me throw these chicken bones. I never thought I'd have a blonde American wife But when I brought you that ranch dressing I knew I'd be your dipping sauce for life I booked a dream vacation on a tropical isle I only wanted a bone Oh, how, how could I, I have known that I'd wind, wind up knocked up and really pissed Oh, love in paradise We're planting a banana tree Love in paradise Have you heard of polyamory? I swear that I can see forever in your giant dick Love in paradise. It's the size of my arm. Fade it, Gary. Wonderful, it, wonderful. Gary. It ain't hard to figure out. Wow. A lot of <laughs> little truth talk from Poodle. It ain't hard to see what he's doing here and probably... Uh, Nicole's ex, what's his name? Cooked that hurts. it up. That too. hurts, but it's true. Wow. Um, wow. That's yeah. hurtful to hear. As Darcy says, that's hurtful to hear. <laughs> I really hear. <laughs> no one could do uh, kind of truth that slaps you in the face like an old fish like Darcy. <laughs> no one. No one. Wow. That, that's, that's true. It's hurtful to hear. Um, it's lip, y'all. It's lip, lip season three, episode four. No scrubs. No scrubs. scrubs. What was this title from? Is it with? Is, is it Is it the Nicole? The huge no scrub. I'm aware of the song. Oh, uh, because they're usually double entendres. Um, 
Was it that April wasn't wearing scrubs anymore? I think it's April and Valentine um, because is, you know, is, yes, because she's Maybe a, she she's afraid of scrubbing to, everything. <laughs> she doesn't want to freeload her. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's April because this was a very April and Valentine heavy episode. We only have four couples this up this season. And um, y'all, we just got a drop of Before the 90 Day. The B90 trailer. trailer is out, and it is not disappointing. Jingle! Jingle! I want that dick, Jingle! Jasmine, Jasmine. <sighs> thank you for giving me a new fedora. Um, I'm very excited about this one. I hate your new fedora, but I love your new fedora, Gino. You'd like it, baby, don't you? It's going to be great, y'all. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yes, man. There's, they've got, they have someone who is deaf traveling yeah. to another country. They have, they didn't show it in the trailer, but they have a woman who's in, dating another woman. Oh, um, I haven't seen that, but that was, yeah. it wasn't in the trailer. Um, a I trans think we, person. We have a Tariq and Hazel volume two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A man going to Thailand. Mm. Um, and we have a Love in Paradise. I think we have a, a Frankie and Abby and Gabby volume oh, two. I thought that too. We already have a catfish. Yeah, uh, we have a catfish. This guy found her escort page, and uh, there's uh, there, it. It does feel like there's enough cuckoo crazies to make me happy. Oh. I'm just happy to see Gino and, and Jasmine. Honestly, it feels it feels like a hug. From it someone does, who smells like old SpaghettiOs and is a bit <laughs> toxic, but a good hug. B90 always feels like coming home to me. That's where we started. It's where we started, y'all. It's how we got into this shit started show. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. It's true. It's Remember when true. I said that and I had to tell you that was Drake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. And you still can't name a Drake song? No. Canada? That's surprising. I don't know. Maple Leafs? I don't know what he sings. <sighs> anyway. Um, I don't listen to that type of music. But it's on like top 40 stations everywhere. Well, like, you don't know you, a lot of country hits that you don't listen to that. But when you go in a store or when you watch a, <laughs> you watch it, when you watch a television show. I think he does that song. This is a moment. We got a lonely... No, that's oh, not okay. him. <laughs> I don't know that. Maybe that's a uh, pit dog, pit bull. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about rap. Way, way too, way too completely. Yeah. Uh, uh, make just make our audience. Feel it's like it. it's like someone. I was telling someone that because I got tickets to see Beyonce in L.A. for her birthday show until the night of her birthday in September, mm -hmm. and. One of my friends said, oh, maybe Jay-Z will come and do like a Jay-Z because it's her birthday night. You're like, I'm not familiar with anything like, he's ever I done. don't know a Jay-Z song from oh, my life. To be on. Like, you at least know New York State of Mind. I'm in a New York State of no, Mind. No, that's Billy Joel. Um, hey, hey, New York. I don't know. I don't. We know. need to move on. Yeah. So. Before I feel like the whole podcast okay. is completely culturally well, irrelevant. I, I just, again, not my. Oh, yeah, but you're in the world. Eh. Um, any announcements before we jump into this? 
Um, uh, I think uh, we just want to, let's see. Y'all coming up, this is the second week of May. So very soon we're going to be getting Selling Sunset. It's going to be dropping. No, we, next we've week, got it. Right? We're just going to be dropping it on the 17th. Yeah, next week on the 17th. Or so, 18th, I'm sorry. If you need to, if you need to bone up, you don't have to, but if you want to bone up on past seasons, now is the time, sissies, because it's, it's coming like a runaway train. I don't think, I think if you watch it, you'll, you'll, you don't, you won't know what you did without it. I think you will find it delightful. Um, it is mindlessly stupid. <laughs> yeah. It is. And for some reason you can't stop watching it and you will get you will you will find yourself feeling strongly about the characters. You will. I guarantee you. Yeah. You'll wonder how Heather can get out of a rain shower. Uh, she may die like a turkey who's looking up. She almost drowned twice. Yeah. Um, I, 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 but there's wonderful things on the show. You'll, 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 you will marvel at the existence of Christine Quinn, a large flightless bird. Yes. And then you will cry when she goes away, which she did this season. She did. She did go yeah. away this season. Exactly. Um, she is see. a psychopath. <laughs> she is. She is. She is. <laughs> to be um, fair. Thank you all for your response to our Lindsay interview. You loved it. We appreciated that. Um, we had a great time with her. I love that she also butt dialed us on Instagram and said, sorry, butt dial. It <laughs> happens to everybody. She's working third shift, y'all. <laughs> Not just you, Jordana. Not just you. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's about it. Y'all are getting excited about Poodle's Eurovision Corner on May 10th. Yes. So. Ooh, y'all, Eurovision, I'm already obsessed with the Swedish song called Tattoo. I'm obsessed. <laughs> you're, you're not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. It didn't last time either. It was like I was speaking a different language it's that true. has never been invented before. <laughs> it's okay. It's when, when you go into that, that's when I plan my grocery list, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for those of you who have said... I can't wait to this. This is my favorite thing all year. Uh, I, I'm very excited. And those, those of you who could care less, I understand that too. <laughs> it's still entertaining. It's so good, y'all. Eurovision's so wild. Oh. Um, you just really, I feel like you are someone who should really be a judge on the show like that. Oh, I would be. Yeah, I should be. Yeah. But although I think all the weirdness of that show... The thing is, it, I don't think you would be in a cult, but if something was crazy enough and no, kind I could of fascinated you, I feel like you could get it. So I feel like if you got into Eurovision, then you would get really weird. Weirder than I am. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all, it's got everything. There's already crazy shit from the Germans, a song called Blood and Glitter. <laughs> okay. it's, it's what you'd expect. Um, the, the Italians are doing what they normally do and, 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 and nominating a hot guy from like five years ago to sing a hot, so he'll probably take his shirt off. Um, the, the Swedes, so the Swedes are going to be killing it like they normally do. The Ukrainians are going to, who the, 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 re the reigning champs are probably going to do something kind of, uh, kind of ethnically, uh, they always ethnically forward for their sound. Uh, someone will do some kind of Balkan anthem where they're just kind of wailing like this. <laughs> and 
and then uh, the UK people are going to kill me, but they'll phone something in by doing something awful again. And the Irish will always, to, to sorry Ireland, you will always d- deliver something ridiculously like a salting cracker. <laughs> sorry. Wow. I liked last year's Irish uh, thing, but, uh, and Spain will probably do something with a matador. It's almost always. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm very excited. Wow. <laughs> wow. Can't wait to see what Slovenia submits. Wow. Did they have a Eurovision like for South America? Because it's just Europe. So is there it's any? Euro. There's, yeah. There's nothing really like else like it. It really is. There. No, there's not. It's the song contest. It's literally, but the world watches it. Like the whole world, South America watches. Antarctica watches. Those Everyone pe- those watches. Penguins are tuned in. It com- basically, there are two events that 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 bring the world. We well, could say the Olympics too. There are three events that bring the world together: the Olympics, the World Cup, and Eurovision. Those oh, are the three. I, I was going to say Scandaval. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely the reality TV world. Oh, Pete, so, I mean that is airing now, and I. I we're by the way we are not covering that as a vicarious. I don't. I think they're. I'm. I'm. I'm taking our hat out of the ring because mostly because I don't have to explain to Maddie who everybody is for an yeah. hour. And honestly, there's so many shows that are going to do it better than us. I mean, I don't think. I just don't think. I was listening to a little Instagram thing. I just don't think you're better than Ben and Ronnie talking about that show. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I'm, they're just perfection. They're hilarious. Also, Cara Berry's doing it from Everyone's oh, Business from Mine. Yeah. Everyone who does Bravo is talking about it. Yeah. Ryan Bailey. Ryan Bailey's doing yeah, a Ryan lot. Ryan Bailey's he's doing Well, he had such, it. like, he was friends with Tom, friends with Sandoval for a long time. Went to go see a lot of shows. Did Mushrooms at one. <laughs> wow. I don't want to see Ryan that's Bailey on was, Mushrooms. That's when he was calling me later on, wondering what I was doing, saying right. you up. We got it. We're going to move on. Um, let's talk about Jessica and Juan, shall we? <laughs> she's sick, y'all. She's sick, y'all, because she's picking it. She's picking it. She says, this trip is very different. Normally, I'm just, normally, Juan's just banging my brains out, and I'm thinking, God, I'm glad my children aren't here. <laughs> yeah. Now, Juan says that she got baby fever right after they got engaged. So this wasn't unplanned. This was a planned pregnancy. So that leads me to a little bit. I feel like the storyline's a little bit of fraudacity. I, I think this is, I don't think they have problems. We did bring up one problem later on, a big problem, a sheeting problem. Um, but also this kind of this this was the big thing in their story this week. She had a miscarriage scare. And he said I felt completely useless being out on the a cruise being not being able to talk to her or mm-hmm. confront comfort her. And he probably is not going to be able to be there for the birth because the K-1 visa won't won't happen. Um, I'm kind of wondering why I have a feeling this is this was a finalist for Night at Beyonce and they kicked it into the Love in Paradise corner. Possibly. It just feels that way to me. 
it wasn't interesting enough to be Love in Paradise or to, to be Night Day Fiance. Or dramatic, yeah. Dramatic yeah, enough, and yeah. so they kicked it into the dustbin of lip. Possibly. Possibly. Um, um, I also don't find her interesting enough to lead. And I think she's perfectly nice, but I don't find her interesting enough to, I think they both American, seem kind of normal. Yeah. I don't think that's he, a nicer way to put it. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a vibe that, and you know, I I would be all for saying, but I don't think he gives me the vibe that he cheats on her. I didn't get that either. Um, oh uh, God, why would I cheat on her? Oh God, yeah, you're, I'm you're... I'm Tom Hanks. I don't cheat on people. God. <laughs> Again, I still don't get it. Well, I still you know, don't I've had a get lot of impression. I've had a lot of positive feedback, and I want to thank every. I want to thank you to thank three people, four of you, <laughs> three people that messaged me. So she's worried. Also, the baby is going to be early because Dayton, the other gay porn name, was early, and uh, and he says I'm I'm helpless on the cruise when I'm out there, and and you know what? You're also helpless around supposedly, according to her friend Megan. Other women. Dun, dun, dun. And because Megan and Jess are basically saying when they're playing with, he's playing with the kids. Megan's like, well, the last time I talked with him, I was yelling at him and I was texting him all shitty things. And uh, because it seems like a woman, this, this, this is a little weird. Why? Do, I'll ask you, what yes. would make a woman who hooked up with, a man on a cruise, on a bartender, a bartender on a cruise, Instagram their girlfriend to, and say, yeah, we hooked up. Just thought you should know. I guess I was thinking, what's, what's the motivation there? You know, pardon me, my first thing is like, because they're on TV, but they didn't know these people were on TV. No, 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 so, no. So, I think you're thinking like a rational human <laughs> being. Um, and you just have to remember, yes, there are a lot of great people in the world, but y'all, there's a lot of motherfucking trolls. Yeah. So, so you, I think it's, you, you're not computing it because we don't think I'm that a way. lovely person. No, you're terrible, <laughs> but um, you're not a troll. I am not a troll. There is a different, y'all, you can be a terrible person. And then a troll is actually four, like four or five levels under that. I agree. And I would fuck the bartenders, the bartender, but I would by no means Instagram someone and say, hey, I fucked your man. That's not my style. No. Now, would I say, would I message someone and say, hey, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I didn't realize that this guy was engaged or da da da. I think he cheated on me or he cheated on you, blah, blah, blah. But this was totally like, I knew you were basically, I would never message someone and say, yeah, I knew you were together anyway. And I fucked him anyway. Cause I could, what an asshole. I don't know if she did that, but maybe that was the case. He, he gave that vibe, but it, but it I, wasn't clear. I wouldn't do it. Even if I found out later, because it's not my business. It's not my business. Even if, even so if, if you, if you, so if you had sex with someone and yeah. then you found out, um, well, they were married, they were married all in a day, all in a day. <laughs> you move on. 
all in a day. You know what? It's not my fucking business. It's between them and their partner. Because you know what? If I get involved in it, I can see them like coming for me. I stay out of shit like that. I've learned my lesson. (laughs) Y'all, you think it's a good idea to be a third, but it ain't. I'm going to say that now. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a good plan. Now, you can be a third and you live out of state. But if they're if they're able to pop in on you, it is not a good plan. Okay, tongue pop. Well, a tongue that, pop in. That was not bad. Not to call the kettle a slut, but <laughs> um, you also need to have good boundaries with that kind of stuff. And you also, if you are in a couple and you want to pick a third, don't pick a third who likes to push boundaries. Totally agree with you. Yep. Y'all, it's gonna get it unless it's handled exquisitely. It's gonna get so messy. I'm just gonna you tell get you poodle now. a boundary. He's gonna push it. <laughs> Maybe. Now, Juan does say she. He said she confronted him and says when, when she uh, when she went to go see him after this. I can only imagine how that went. And she said, "Well, he denied it, but he did say I led her on." So, what does that mean? Now, he's a bartender. It means he's a bartender. That's exactly. it. That's all That's it means. That's kind of what I thought, too. That he's Because she says later, I know he has to flirt with his job. I'm like, no, that is his job. Any Anybody, yes, you can his be a His job mix- is making fuck eyes at women. Yes, you can be a mixologist with a really fun wax tattoo or a mixologist a with, a, with a woman with a cool haircut and tattoos all of That's great. Yes, you can make a really cool drink. But your job is you fucking talk to people and make them feel and like they belong there. Fuck you. I was going to say belong there. Eh. You say fuck. Okay. I well same I difference. You and I see I meet bartenders and I end up talking to them about their lives, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, and then we end up like talking about hobbies. I don't think you have the same conversation that with bartenders that I do. No, I'm like show me your dick. <laughs> okay. And can you stir my drink with it? Wow. <laughs> uh, later on, she says, I went to see him later and came back with a little Colombian souvenir. Didn't like those choice of words there, maybe. <laughs> maybe we yeah. could have been a little more sensitive. A little bit more. Yikes, but she is from Wyoming. So what are you going to get? What are you going to get? Gonna he basically, he says later on, uh, he says, he has to have he has to have self control in an environment where women are throwing themselves at him crazy. He is going back in two weeks out on the out on the cruise, and Megan, with a G I N, um, which doesn't enrage me as much as I thought it would. It still kind of tweaks me though. Um, Never is seen going that to spelling. Have a talk. I'm sure it it, it it doesn't really totally bother. I don't me. want to pronounce it Majin. Majin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Majin. Jen. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I guess I'm a little uh, desensitized at this point uh, <laughs> with names. Yeah. Um, I think it, I would have more problem if it was Megan, M-E-G-O-N. <laughs> yes. I, or Megan, M-U-G-U-N. Megan. <laughs> Maybe. Megan, I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Well, and why is because she they thought she was having a scare and he couldn't be there. So he said, I felt so helpless. 
Um, I mean, these are very. I, I don't think they have problems. These are very uh, I, normal. I'm telling yeah. you, I think this was like a fourth runner-up, and they kicked it into the lip den. They just kicked it in that little, that little side, the runner-up thing. Well, Meg, Megan, Megan, the nanny's like, I'm going to talk to him before I leave about cheating. About this cheating, because I think she's is she her best friend? Is that what that was? Or she's her best friend? Yeah, or her sister? I can't remember. She's got an enormous paw print tattoo that I can constantly stare at and wonder why it was there. I just thought it was like a college mascot thing. Like it might have been like tiger or something like that. I wish, in retrospect, that I would have gotten your dog's. Paw like, print, like stamped Sophie's paw print, and then got it on me when she died. I wish on I your face that. tattoo. I do no. I probably do it more on my neck. I think that'd be okay. cooler, kind of hotter. Yeah, real cool. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I right. thought it was just a college mascot. <laughs> Maybe go dogs or tigers or something like that. Sucks if your mascot's an anteater. You just got a big old, looks like a big old dick. Just a, a big, big old, old like, snout. Long snout on you. That's what the uh, Irvine, you, you see I. Yeah. Zot, zot, zot. I don't get that. Zot. Okay. That's their, that was their thing. Is, is that what, a, is that what uh, an anteater d- makes noise? They go, zot. I don't know. I've never come in contact with one. I've never met an anteater. We need to move on. We need to move on. <laughs> Let's talk Scott, about Lydia and Scott. Scott and Lydia. Scott. Scott. Um, y'all, Nicole finally shows up and shows out. She is acting as her mother's henchwoman. Yes. Um, laughing maniacally. So, literally, sans. Uh, she has everything but a hump in her back, y'all. <laughs> really. Truly. She's brace-free. Um, I assume she can put those back in to... Uh, to whenever she needs to talk to people uh, to get more money out of them. Uh, we are, Nicole is there to translate and, and both Lydia and Nicole are just acting like teenage girls. Um, uh, just, and the thing is y'all, they're enjoying this. Both of them are having fun with this idiot. That's why I don't feel sorry. F- I don't feel sorry for him and I don't feel sorry for them. And it's, but it's kind of what fun watching them punish him. It's, I enjoy it because he has no, I don't know. I don't know if he actually watched the family Chantel. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. You I don't think, know what you're up against. I don't, I think maybe he just probably watched, maybe he saw, but you know, their season of 90 Day Fiance when they were on and happily have, those were several years ago. Yeah. I they they didn't reach their full flower of evil until uh Family Chantel. How could you again, that's they won't ever talk about it on the tell all, but you wonder if they watched it or not. Oh, by the way, that should reminds me. Some of you are confused. Y'all, next week of Toe, they're doing an hour episode of Toe, then an hour tell-all. So some of you are going, wait, there's a tell-all next. So they are still going to wrap season up. So it's a two-hour episode, just one hour show, one hour tell-all, and then we're going to get two more additional two tell-alls. more well. tell-alls. Two anyway. two-hour yes, tell-alls. That, that is the schedule. Um, so Scott shows up and sorry, Scott shows up in his douche glasses. Oh. And before we go into this interview, 
We should probably take a break. Oh, yes. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... 
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope, keep going queens. Why did you and your last wife get divorced? Well, you know, sometimes people don't, uh, they, things don't work out. You drift apart. She was my oh. high school sweetheart. Oh, you know. yay! Uh, you, know, you know, and that we just, you know, went separate ways. It just happened, mm-hmm. you know. But we had kids together, so that's great. Yeah. Kids! Yeah. Uh, do you just repeat everything I say? Yes. Okay. <laughs> She, she's just, she's just like there, just punctuating everything. She knows she's so fucking messy, and and like she knows, y'all. She's got her questions written down. <laughs> Did you see them? Best, but they're not her questions because when Lydia said in her talking head, "I wonder who helped her with the questions," <laughs> she literally evil laughed. Yeah, 
oh, Lydia did all this. Um, uh, oh. And the funniest thing, and she basically says, I drew it down. I love this messy bitch. And it, she, so he's been divorced for 10 years. And say, how many girlfriends after? And this is the this is the thing I thought of, and I had to stop myself by acting rationally. This is not serious, even though they're trying to make it look sound like it's serious because they've met one time. Why does she get to hear all of this backstory, and why none is of her he accountable? Business. Yeah, it's, it's none of their none business. None of your fucking business. But um, you also get triggered when people ask how many people have you slept with. Yeah, because it's none of their business. And he he says more than ten, and I and and I he he's like I don't feel the need to give a specific body count. He's like less than a hundred. He's like let, and she's like more than a hundred. There's for him, it's probably not over a hundred. You guys, good for you if you slept with more than a hundred people. But I'm just saying he doesn't want to say that because he still wants to feel like he's like a big girl yeah. man. And I wrote down, they're just fucking with him. They're this 100% just, just fucking. They, Lydia doesn't care about him at all. And then Nicole's like, did you send a Colombian woman 17,000? She even has the, the records. And Lydia's sitting there like, yes, my darling. And then, <laughs> and then we find out, then you really don't feel sorry for Scott because y'all, you realize this is Scott's M.O., of just courting women from other yep. countries because he's got probably some like little fetish thing and yep. just paying. Yep. This is, and this is the segment that I'd like to call, but what about my money? <laughs> <laughs> so you sent this Colombian woman $17,000. So where's my money? Scott, like, I'm shocked. It sounds ridiculous, but y'all, that's who these two women are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because Lydia wants to know. Where's her money? Where's her money? He gives her the purse that he says, it really hurt my because my mom, my mom helped me pick out a purse and it looked very, looked very, uh, uh, looked very, uh, it was very personal. And that at one point, uh, she says, that's, she looks inside the purse and she's like, when you get a purse? Pete, you don't do that. She looks inside the purse, y'all. Go ahead. When she looks at the other purse, she's like, in this country, it's very important when you give someone a purse. It has money. It's good luck. Yeah, I don't think that's the tradition. I, I'm not sure if that's the tradition in I, Come at us, sissy. If it is, DR sissies. Um, I feel like that's maybe their tradition. <laughs> like, you know, we all have our own traditions. But, um, yeah, it's not. I have a feeling Lydia could shake a purse and tell how many dollars are in that purse <laughs> what is that for is that sir is that what king john would do and 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 uh from robin hood, robin yeah. hood yeah yeah also that purse was from fucking ross that was it not was a cute so, purse. no it was not cute that was a cheap gross purse they looked at it like it was a dead rat too they both went oh <laughs> they kind of looked at it like oh and they, they laughed at they laughed at it after y'all. He's I can't. God, they're I horrible people. I don't feel sorry for him, but I I am gonna enjoy watching them watching them, them torture this man. I, you know what? This is it. It's both things are true for me. I don't feel sorry for him, but I do feel sorry for anyone that is in the same vicinity as Lydia and Nicole. Yeah, I agree with you there because it's um, gonna go rough. Shall we move on to April? 
y Valentin. Yes. Um, and y'all, if it wasn't in evidence last time we saw them, girl needs major OCD therapy. She admits it. She actually admits yeah. it, though. At least she's like, I'm. She fully admits, like, I'm not like most doctors. I understand that she. So I go, okay, but you're a doctor, so you actually know there are methods, yeah, and things you can do. To actually help with this. And this is debilitating. This isn't this isn't the kind of thing where you you can kind of learn to pass. This this is this takes up a huge time in her life. Yeah. Um we're we're going to see some of that. Uh he um He is so Fucking he is cute. so hot. He's definitely he's the hottest really, guy this he's season. He's really cute, yeah. Um, and well, I, wrote, I think Tom Hanks is cute, too. I think, okay, now we know. Who do you think has big biggest dick on Lib? Uh, it's not a question. Um, I don't know. We haven't seen... Uh, what's is there someone else? We haven't else? seen Tom Hanks in a, in, a, in a bathing suit or underwear. But we, see, we saw Valentine uh, in that underwear... And, we did. And you think it's Valentine? Was, you don't think it's Tom Hanks? I think it's Valentine. Okay. I think Tom Hanks is girthy. Maybe not I, as I long, agree with but, you. But girth, yeah. Valentine is Valentine is the dick though. Valentine's the white Scott's whale. Yeah. Scott's had enough steroids or whatever. Like it's like what do you call it? An almond in a bird's it. nest. No, you know what? It's not a small penis. I disagree. I think it's um, it's not bird's nest almond. I do think it is, it is not a pretty penis. It is, I, I don't, I think the head is misshapen, um, which, you know what, sometimes you can do a lot with a misshapen penis, but it, there's no curb appeal sometimes. There needs to be curb appeal with a penis, I really do believe. Are you saying curb or curve, or curve. No, curb appeal, like a house. Oh, okay. Because you know that, that house has got curb appeal. Because you know a dick that curves up has got some curve appeal. To That's me. true. It's got some curve Ooh. appeal. Oh. Now, and we're not. We're, we're ex- <clears throat> we've seen an underwear too. I I don't know Valentine. I think Carlos actually probably wins for the show. We saw Carlos. Oh, that's right. We get his underwear and his dick. I haven't thought about that. Well, because oddly enough, they're the two gay guys and we don't really sexualize him. Although Carlos looks way better to me with his new haircut. You mean Valentine? Valentine. Valentine. I'm sorry. Yes. Valentine. Yeah. Um, It is a little confusing. We have a Valentine and a Valentine. Sorry. Valentine with a capital L. Now this, this, this would be more, this would be less confusing if you can call them Carlentine. <laughs> Carl, yes, which is what we will do. My but- Carlentine, I'll take you out on a Sunday buggy ride. My Carlentine. <laughs> it does feel like, hello, Carlentine. Can I take, would you mind coming out where I wear my boater hat? <laughs> Who's gonna be the chop? <laughs> Somebody's gotta fuck me. <laughs> Wanna go to the ice cream social? Um, so meanwhile, we are, we're, we're still working on speaking church language. At least uh, Valentine is taking English classes and she's probably doing Duolingo as far as we know. Um, they, it does seem like they have some chemistry, um, between the two of them. 
Although I wonder, this is this is interesting, and I'm gonna I want I want to talk about this. It seems like she's got some issues with cleanliness around sex. Like she, part of her thinks that sex is really dirty. Because um, let me let me let me clarify. It's the first time in Santa Domingo. She's like, I thought there'd be Miami vibes. Again, no one no one tried to Google. And okay, when someone wore a gorilla costume, were you terrified? Well, it reminded me of that Linda Carter at Wonder Woman episode where she ends up, they have a gorilla and they end up teaching the gorilla to be angry and to, to beat up people and fight people. And every time that episode of Wonder Woman came on, I would hide behind my mama's reclining chair because I was terrified of that gorilla. So yes, it triggered me. <laughs> was it a real gorilla? On no, the- it was a person in a gorilla costume, but... Even when I watch it now as an adult, when I watch Wonder Woman reruns, I still, part of me goes a little like, ooh, am I in danger? You watch reruns for that show? Well, yeah, when I want to feel good <laughs> about life. Have so little... I guess you skip that one. Well, I don't anymore. You know, I don't think I watched the full episode until I was in my 20s. <laughs> Well, Wonder Woman went away, and then you couldn't get it. And then finally in college, Time Life did a video. And so every month I got two Wonder Woman episodes for three years that I paid for on video cassette. Boy, that they might as well just called that the fag deal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was very excited when they did it. So anyway, this gorilla comes up, and I guess they want money. And he's just staring. I'm sorry, if this happened to me in traffic, I this looks like something from Jackass. This would have scared the shit out of me. But would you give them money, though? Because it's really hot, I bet, and gross Absolutely not. I don't You're know. You're coming at me in a gorilla suit. I don't know. The old mascot in me knows what the, knows the strife they're going through. It's, not, it's a hard life being a mascot asking for money. I don't think this is a mascot. So well, I think you need to start putting your own uh, your own mascot prejudices. There's a code. <laughs> if you're going to wear the suit, there's a code. I will say, if he talked while he was in the monk in the gorilla costume, and he said anything besides gorilla noises, I would not give him money. We need to move on because I don't think we're going to see eye to eye on this breaking um, the magic. So she does not like this hotel. Um, in the first, and then she walks in and she's like, "Oh, it's nice." But she does look terrified. And then we break out the Lysol. (laughs) And she proceeds to spray everything. And y'all, this is not a Motel 6. It looks really nice nice inside. Yeah. And I don't think, I wonder if she does this at, this this is hard to say. I wonder if she does this at her resort that she picks. I think she does it every, I 100%. I think she does it everywhere. Because it's not, she's concerned about the germs. Because she actually said, oh, this is a nice room. You did really good. She just is going to like, which, you know, when, before we knew kind of what was happening in COVID and I would have to travel to hotel rooms with my dad or. Um, yeah, I don't think you can I would compare clean. these two because this, the, the author- scientific authorities were telling us to do that. Yeah, so- no, I'm not comparing. I'm saying that. I did it in any hotel room because I had a fear. And what I was going to say is that she has a fear, an unfounded fear. So I think she'll do it in the Ritz Carlton or anywhere. Okay. I, I thought she might only do it for the hotel that he chose. Although I think she's done it before. No, because it's a, it's a phobia and a phobia. Yeah. She's going to do it anywhere. So 
she brought Can her own pillowcase. Can you imagine how it smelled with all that Lysol, too? No, awful. Just, oh, you would be coughing. I was, this is, she brought her own pillowcase, and then she says, think about all the sex that's happened on this couch. And I'm I think leaning she, in. She really, um, she's linking sex to dirty. And it makes me think that a lot of her ideas about sex, maybe that, maybe those are, those have linked up with the OCD. Maybe I mean when you having sex, there's you have it sweat but, and spit but she mentioned it. She mentioned it twice. Fluids and they're all just kind of dripping on you, and it's getting in your eyes and maybe your beard, and you you're slippery and slime. I'm into dirty sex. I think I just I discovered. think you are. I, think um, I am. I was trying to be objective, but <laughs> you you can you can start to see why I go there. She mentioned it twice. She did. No, I think you're. I think, um, yeah, I think that she is. Again, it's classic. She just again, it's shocking to me that as a medical professional, but also goes to say show how much how much how much education you have. And again, again, y'all, as I say all the fucking time on this show. She knows the why and still doesn't want to fix and it. That's what's frustrating about this person. She then refuses to to sleep on the sheets and to, to, to did she bring sheets? So she brought a change of sheets. Uh or they've got new uh, we didn't know if she brought sheets or if they had new sheets, but regardless they had to change the sheets, yes. So she probably asked for a change of sheets because she wouldn't know if the sheets had been changed. Yes. Have you ever asked for a change of sheets in a hotel room? Absolutely not. But can you imagine? No. When I go to a hotel room, I assume the sheets have been changed before I go in there. Well, one time we went to a speech tournament in Marlowe, and it was an overnight speech tournament, and so we had to stay at the Marlowe Inn, and there was a used corn cob underneath our bed. (laughs) And because used it, well, it was eaten. I'm sorry. Or an eaten corn cob underneath our bed and our speech and drama teacher, coach Kurtz, Mrs. Kurtz, she's very cheap. And she said, well, I don't have the budget to get a nice hotel. Cause it all goes to the fucking football team. Cause she always uh, was angry at sports. So we, with this is little, you could barely even open the bathroom door. The tub was dirty, but I requested new sheets because I opened back the sheets and there was just like, just black pubic hairs all in it. Okay. I I don't know. I will tell you this. That's not the rule for hotels. No, it's not. But adult, <laughs> So I don't know if the Marlowe Inn is still open, but I wouldn't go. But what I'm trying to tell you is, and I'm and you're I'm a I'm a little worried you're sowing disinformation here that most hotels don't change their sheets. No, they are okay. no. <laughs> I think people know that the Marlowe Inn was an anomaly. Okay. I'm just being being clear. I don't think it's, it's a ne- chain. Would you have? Would you do that at any regular uh, motel? No, but I I do when I open the sheet. I do just when I get into before I get into bed. I do open the thing just to make sure the sheets are clean. Wow, really? Yeah, my your mom. Oh, my mom would. That's just what I grew up to. Maybe it's like an old school thing that people, I don't know that. This, I just that generation. assume, why would my sheets not be changed? Well, who knows? I they take, know. listen though, they take everything, they take everything out. As soon as you check out, 
they're, they're not going to make up the bed. I agree with you, but I still do it. Interesting. I want to know if you guys do that. Do you just assume they change the sheets? Because that is a thing that you that is an assumption. Yeah. So she's assuming here that no one changed those sheets. She, or, I almost think even further, I think she's, yes, assuming or that no one changed the sheets, but I'll, again, going back to the phobia, she's also probably just assuming that, like, if they are clean sheets, with the way they wash them, like, it's going further, that what that nothing is going to be as sanitary as when she does it. <sighs> that's Which the is, thing. That's a hard life. That's all bit like you said, it's actually a debilitating. This is debilitating. Um, and so then she says, if we don't change the sheets, I'm gonna sleep in this and all my clothes in a jacket. And that's when you guys, that's when I heard, oh, this is not even based. This is a phobia that is not even based in reality. Valentine says, I love her and all of her craziness. And I went, I don't think you have any idea what you're in for. That's going to end. It is going to end. Though this is DOA. No one, no one can be with someone who is this extreme, who has not had to, this guy will have to really, really allow so much. I, you know, I don't know. I, I know we should think that they're both in love and all this. Because y'all, they look the same age. She looks young. She's 38 years old. That's true. So he's 26. I feel like, I feel like this could potentially work out be potential because I kind of feel like he's just in it for the green card and she's just in it for like a young boy toy that like you talked about last episode, that is very different than the life she was supposed to live. And when you saying working out, you mean he gets his green card and he divorces her later. Yeah. I thought, okay. That's just for clarity. Well, I it's thought, working out for him. Okay. Um, I think it makes sense now why she says, you know, we, we, she's, she sold us the idea of, I just haven't found a guy. I, they're just all looking for trophy wives. It could also believe you have a debilitating, uh, uh, mental illness. It, I think, I, I think yes. And I think yeah. she has a mental illness, but also I think she, someone who says people are just looking for one thing. Uh, everybody I date is looking for this. Uh, a trophy wife. Well, maybe you're serving trophy wife realness, which she is. That, that's a really that's, good point. And that's, and again, that's why I feel like they would work out. Cause I think, I don't think this guy really wants to work that hard. I don't either. And I think he wants to have fun. He I, wants to fuck and he wants to be taken care of. I don't feel like these two are on the same page at all though. I don't know. I, 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 I can't imagine meeting someone and I'm OCD is a real thing. I'm sure we have people who are listening now. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. Um, and I would really, really commend you to, this is not something that you want everyone who is with you to have to live with. This is something I, I'd ask you to, to work on, um, because it is affecting everyone in your family. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. Um, I didn't grow up with anybody with OCD. Me either. So, um, and people joke about, oh, that's just my OCD. This is OCD, y'all. This yeah. is this is straight up. This is this. I guarantee you, she spends two to three hours a day. It's uh, sad because she says she ends the segment basically says she asked me if he took a shower and he said yes, and she said, 
I think he meant earlier today, not just then. <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's true. And so we see him in his underwear, y'all, and he's got a nice Oh, God, his body's amazing. It's amazing. But she says, um, she said, I'm okay to have a, to, and, and, you know, to have a man, hopefully that will accept my quirks, but I hope I don't get in my own way. And that broke my heart because that's probably honestly why several of her relationships have failed. I totally agree with you. Because she knows she's gotten her own way. And she just doesn't have the tools um, to fix it or not fix it. I don't like that word to, um, uh, to, um, to, to work with it, to make it to, better and to, to make to, it a, a, a relationship. Cause she's always going to have a relationship with OCD. It doesn't go away y'all. It's something you have to work on your whole life. And she just feels overwhelmed by it. It feels like, but to, but you can, you can control it. There are ways you can have a therapist who gives you the tools mm-hmm. to do that. And, mm-hmm. Either she decides it's too overwhelming to do that, or she is she's worried about. I think she's so afraid of changing because then, then she would think, well, who else? Who who am I? That yeah, and she's yeah. afraid of dying because it literally a lot of this is just based on the the death fear of death. I mean, it kind of makes sense. She's a doctor. She's trying to help people. Like she probably literally, I bet she's into things that help her live longer and you. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think this is, this is a, a kook. I think we just gotta, she's, we, she was, she was sold to us kind of like as attractive, smart entrepreneur. And then we saw the plane and we went, Oh, it all makes sense now. And yeah, you know, it's, I think it's a line, you know, a lot of people that are those things that are really driven and, you know, perfection, you know, you've talked about you're struggling with perfectionism and I have that too, but, um, well, no, not as much anymore, but still there's, it's like, we all talk about that. And I think you've made a good point where people say, oh, it's my OCD. No, it's, it's a, it's a definite line when it's actually a debilitating. Yeah. So it's it's hard to watch, honestly. It is. I agree. Yeah. It's mostly because you feel for her because she seems like a good. Per- I don't think she's a bad person. I feel for her, but I feel for him more because I feel like there's nothing. There's there's no way I, they'd they'd have to both do so much work. I don't um, know why, but he just gives me like I don't kind of feel for him because I just feel like he's he he gives you scammer vibes. Yeah, he does. It's interesting because... And I don't have a specific reason for that. It's just a feeling I have. It's probably wrong because y'all know my gut feelings about everybody on this show are usually wrong. And men in general. Well, same. Um, <laughs> Carlentine. My Carlentine. My Carlentine. Gonna take you out in the Model T and ride around and then fuck you in the ass. Well, I'll fuck you in the ass. Not yet. <laughs> um. Okay, y'all. They are in bed, and Carlos says, good morning, baby, and Valentine says, hey, last night was fun, and then Carlos says, we got to feel more comfortable with one another, and it progressed further than we thought, and we didn't need a dildo. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just kind of, kind of blinked my eyes like Peter Krause in all those, uh, in all those gyps. Gyps, which oh, oh, made okay. me want to ask Poodle. Let's play a game. What did let you please brand this the right way? What? But, it's time for another lightning round. 
Yes, that's what I was going to say. Of what? Let's not, did... not play a game. It's a game. It's a lightning game. Lightning round. Let's, please, you know just, what? Please just walk with me in the branding. Well, it, it's not. Well, nobody knows this for a lightning. Let's play a lightning game then. A lightning a li- game. No, no, no. You have to say it's time for another reality gaze lightning round. <laughs> oh, wrong button. Sorry. Say uh, it verbatim. How I we're going to ask what did <laughs> what did Carlantine actually do? Thank you. I don't ask for much, y'all. You I do. don't you ask, ask for, for much. You ask for a lot. I ask for specifically branded statements the way I want <laughs> them. Well, I like it the other way. It's time for a reality gaze lightning round. The question <laughs> is The question is, what did Carlantine actually do? Oh, it went away. It, Sorry, let me get the music again. <laughs> I was turning it down this is and a then disaster. I turned it off. No, it's fine. We're good. What did Carlantine actually do? Uh, they fingered each other and did like uh, that. That like they made like an eagle sign with their two fingers, or like <laughs> little bunny foo foo. <laughs> Walking through the forest. Yes, that's how they fingered each other. You are correct. Yeah, they fingered each other. What do you? What? What did Carlantine do last night? I think they actually motorboated each other to the James Bond theme. What did Carlantine? The music is still too. I can't get it to turn. Oh, there we go. What did Carlantine actually? Ridiculous. I turned it down. We tested it. What did Carlantine actually do? Oh, that's too quiet. It started turned off. <laughs> this doesn't work well. We're never doing. We're we're never doing background music during this again. What? I like it how any spirit of improv I have because they're literally meteors being thrown at me. I'll tell you what they did. What they did? They uh, at one point they toe fucked each other. Oh, with their big toes. And actually put nectarines around their toes and they're nectarine their assholes. <laughs> <laughs> what did Carlantine do last night? Um, last night, Carlantine, uh, they performed a PB and J. And that's where you take a banana, you fuck your partner with a banana. <laughs> And then you peel it, and then you shove it in your mouth, and you say, God, I wish I had some peanut butter and jelly with this. Okay. (laughs) That one didn't work. That one didn't work. (laughs) Cut the music. (laughs) No, stop it. All you have to do is press it again. There's a lot of pressure to press a lot of buttons. You need to do better. There's a lot of, in my defense, we tested the volume before we started and it was louder than what we tested at. I need you to give me that. It was, it was still too loud. Just want a little validation. You know, when we do live shows, I tech the shit out of all this. Yeah. And I guess we're going to have to get someone else to run our tech. (laughs) I'm fine with that. Christina, you're going on the road. Yeah, Christina, um, I'm, you're gonna. Yeah. Um, the only thing you need to do, y'all, is besides 
probably fingering each other, rimming each other. They didn't use a dildo. Um, so I think, do you think there was, they probably weren't fisting yet, were they? No. That's really okay, soon. Okay, that is a step. That's That feels <laughs> like, fisting feels like a step past <laughs> penetration. I, I've never been fisted, so I don't know. Uh, I haven't either, honestly, <laughs> if we're sharing. <laughs> well, that's, believe me, poodles Not, a share all folk. And, and I don't want to, I don't want to shame anyone who's really into it. No, do, no, do but you're you right. Do. It's a fister, a fisting is, is much thicker than a dicking. That is, that is further down the road. That's like yeah. past a couple exits on, on the gay freeway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There's not many left after that. There's not. Um, yeah. We find out that Valentine's mother is coming and I'm here for this. This was, I don't know if this was, it's not that I didn't believe it, but the mom is coming. He said at 19, she found out he was, she was, that he was gay and they kicked him out of the house and she hasn't seen him in eight years. Yeah. It seems like a weird call to get. Hey, I'm getting married in Colombia to a man. Can you come? After she kicked him out of the house. I, but he said they built the relationship back up. So maybe they're just closer now. But you also when, haven't talked in eight years. So you're when, not that close. When? How have you or built, I not talked? I'm sorry. Seen each other. Seen one another. So I guess they've been on the phone. Yeah. It just seems like we're missing some details. Here. I don't know. He starts crying thinking about it because he's so ready to walk down the aisle with him. And I wrote, I don't know, maybe it's the lack of hair, but Valentine's just pulling on my heartstrings. I thought it was sweet. He is definitely the more grounded person. I don't. And next week, Carlos is going to still want to invite Michelle to that wedding. Yeah. And it makes me angry. If that's all you got, Carlos, that you want to invite this girl who you kind of had a crush on, but you never slept with, but you kind of wanted to be with her, Valentine gets a veto. And that would be a veto for me, too. Do you feel like the longer Carlos's hair gets, the crazier he gets? Like it gives him some type of power? I think he's absolutely exhausting. I could never be with someone he's like that. He's a lot. He's a lot. Oh, that, um, that is, he is the definition of high maintenance to me. And and just dramatic in every possible way. Um, needing to make a big deal out of everything. And this um, is someone that got a new apartment with doors so he could slam them whenever he walked out of the room just to get water. Oh, boy. There's nothing like a <laughs> slamming door. We learned to slam doors in our house. <laughs> Unlike Bet, unlike unlike Betty, unlike Debbie, who just closed the door and Larissa freaked out on her. Y'all, this week is the episode. Whoever against the Queen will die. It's a good episode. Who is against the Queen will die? Yeah, well, yeah, I misquoted. Um, who knew it was all over a wedding dress? It makes sense. That's true, and it was kind of over John, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, that's all I've got. All right, everybody. That's all I got, too. Um, we're four. We don't know. There's going to be 10, 11. We don't know how many episodes. I think there probably be. These are only one hour. I think there'll be at least 12. We're, I'm here for it. Yeah. All right, everybody. You know the drill. Go to realitygaze.com. Um, if you want to listen to this 
uh, episode ad free, you can um, on our Reallygate Plus on our Patreon and Supercast at the eight dollar tier. Commercial free, ad free for what, Poodle? Your pleasure. For your pleasure. All right, everybody. Um, go to our Instagram, our TikTok, our Twitter. All you know, you can find all that again on our website. And we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, Poodle? And if you want to see a girl, the prettiest girl, just look at my Carlantine. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.